Well, you look good. You got that deep dick and glow, I think. Is what's I know. Happening. It's so true. <laughs> By the way, I was watching your story, and it's just like stories of Rye making you coffee or making you dinner or, like, doing some arts and crafts. Did you just bring him over to, like, basically be your man bitch? I mean, I didn't ask him to. It just kind of happened. Mm-hmm. No, he just... He's the best because I don't really have to ask him for any of those things. And like, listen, I'm not stupid. This is probably going to wear off a little bit. He's yeah. just like, we're so thrilled to be together. He's being like extra servicey, but he is so good. Like he just makes me coffee without asking or without me having to ask, or he'll like clean the dishes without me having to ask. He just does it. It's so great. Rye. I know. If you're listening to this, Rye, you need to pump the brakes. You're making all of us look yes. like assholes. <laughs> He is the best, but so I have to be careful because he's so camera shy. If he knows I'm videoing him, he'll like clam up and he he definitely won't speak and he'll just like freeze. And so I have to be sleuth and video him when he's not paying attention. Nice, nice, nice. Were you able to like watch anything or are you guys just naked the entire day? Well, we're like naked watching things, you know, we like do both. Mm Mm-hmm. We did. We watched a show. Well, we start the show, and then I'll tell you about the show we watched. <laughs> yeah, let's uh, let's start. I think it's you. Okay, I think it's do. Frozen hoes. You're listening to your favorite thing podcast with Wells and Brandon. Really quickly, I had someone message me and be like, "Hey, I listened to your podcast, and I'm so confused. Why do you guys ring bells? Like, what's with the bell?" Really. And I'm like, sweet, sweet, precious person. Mm -hmm. Clearly, you're not literally, clearly, you're not listening. (laughs) Yeah. So, for the new listeners out there, we ring a bell every time we say one of our favorite things, hence the name of the show. Mm -hmm. So, whenever you hear this, it means that, well, you're getting some favorite shit. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So, you guys have been naked watching some TVs. Watching a little TV, you know, uh, we, yeah. I'd say the, I'd say the watching of the TV is about five percent of what we're doing right now. Got it, got it. Yeah, yeah, but we did. So, my mom actually recommended a show to me. Can't believe she loves Hillary Swank. I think. Is oh it my god! I love you. That uh, she's in. Okay. Did you ever on. watch that movie? It's a chick flick. Hold on. If you're gonna do away, I have like a whole thing on away. Oh, you do. I do. Well, that's the show that I watched. Okay, hold on. If you have not seen P.S. I Love You, you better fucking get it together. It came out in 2007, but it is a tearjerker. All right, so P.S., you should watch it. Tizzle, my mom, me, Miley, I think even Noah. Like, it's one of our faves. Like, we have seen this movie eight zillion times, and I'm not a crier, but it it makes me tear up. Like, it's so good. So we love Hilary Swank because we're big P.S. I Love You fans. So my mom like was raving about away, and so just said I had to watch it because Hillary Swank and she knows I love space. So oh. I did watch. We did watch it. We finished it last night. Well, you know what Hillary Swank was also in a, a lot of things. Well, yes, a lot of things. But one of the things that she was in was The Karate Kid. Mm. And by the way, I finished Cobra Kai season one, and well, we'll get into it. I had this whole like I was gonna like go from Cobra Kai. From Hillary Swank oh. into a way, oh. but since you've Ooh. got this is like your one thing, then I want you to yes, do my it. one thing. <laughs> <laughs> my literal one thing. Uh, but I don't know. It seems like you're pretty pumped on a way. Did you love it? So for whatever reason, Hillary Swank follows me on Instagram. She does. She does. What? And I wa- cool. We started watching Away. We finished it, and. No joke, like, I was, I wasn't really crying, but when it ended, I was like, no, I want more of this show. And I legit messaged Hillary Swank because no. I, I know she follows me, so I know she'd have to see it. Uh-huh. And like, he, this is what I, I wrote to her. Gosh. We finished away last night, and I have to tell you, I was honestly inconsolable when it ended, which was very true. Ask Sarah. And I said, that show is so good. It made me cry a bunch, sweat a bunch, and visually, it was amazing. Anyways, I really loved it, and I can't wait for season two. So then she wrote back, hi, thank you, Uh, like a happy face emoji, means so much to me. 
Hope you two beauties are super well during these strange and uncertain times. Sending love and light. Heart. And I was like, wait, what? Hillary Oh my gosh. I'm fangirling for you. That's pretty cool. Anyways, I honestly like love the show, but I'll let you kind of go into it if you want. Well, Ryan and I, we have mixed emotions about it. So here's my thing. Here's my thing. There's just so much space content. And I just felt like this was not the best. Oh, my God. I loved Another Life way more than I loved this one. And I thought, thought they were very similar, minus the sci-fi aspect of Another Life. The one with Sean Penn. Was Sean Penn in that? Sean Penn's in one where they go to Mars. It's that blonde girl with the short hair and she's jacked. Yeah, she's from Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thelma Blair is in it. Yeah. And, and Another Life. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, and it's Katie Sackoff. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I loved that show. And so this one felt very similar to me. And I listen, I like, I lo- visually, it's amazing. My favorite part of the entire series was the scene where they're outside this. I don't want to run it for anybody, but they're outside the spaceship. Um, and they're collecting water. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Loved that scene. I thought it was sick. And obviously, like, getting to watch any space show for me is I just love space. So I did I did like it. I just felt like it got sleepy in the middle. Uh, like, the first couple episodes were really great. And the last episode was phenomenal. And I loved the way it ended. And it was like it almost took, took getting to the finale of the, of the season to get me hooked. Which maybe is a genius thing. Because now I do want to watch season two. But it definitely lost me in the middle. Like, there were some episodes I was basically sleeping through i just couldn't really pay attention um and some of the like storyline i felt like lost me a bit but overall i did like it and i am pumped for season two um the other thing about it and again i don't want to ruin it for anybody that hasn't seen it it was like a little like predictable in the sense of like by the end you're like of course it worked out like this i don't know like i would have just liked for things to be a little bit more unexpected towards the end of the season okay is that it is that you got yeah, I did love it though. Hi- highly recommend. Sh- definitely should watch. Hillary Swank is phenomenal. Her body, phenomenal. Like, how old is she? I'm going to look it up. Okay. Everyone that just listened to what Brandy said, don't listen to any of it because. 46. Man, she looks good. That show was so good. And I'll tell you why that show was good. Okay. Yeah. Every episode starts with a fucking problem. And there's always a problem in space. And also, the stakes are so high. For any television show or any movie or any type of piece of entertainment or art, the stakes have to be high or else the viewer or the listener or whatever doesn't have a dog in the fight, right? Has no skin in the game. Every episode starts with there's a problem. So in the beginning of the episode, you know that they could possibly die. And obviously, like going back to what you were saying in terms of like it's predictable, of course, they're not going to die because well, they could, I guess, not to like ruin it for you. But like like one of them, at least the show can't continue to perpetuate itself if everyone fucking dies. But I didn't want everyone to die. Just like one or two. Well, okay. The stakes are always super high. Okay, when you were talking about, like, doing the spacewalks, those are called EVAs. First of all, they do a couple of them. The first one that Hillary Swank does with the Russian, that oh, one great. is bonkers, bro. Both the spacewalk scenes are phenomenal. Yes. But I'll tell you what I really loved about the show. They do a really good job of character development. Every episode and their character kind of gets their, like, spotlight. Moment. And it's a little bit, like, lost. They would focus in on one character and, like, go back in their timeline as to, like, how the hell they became like this. Like, how did you become this astronaut? What are all these issues that you had that, like, led you to this point where you're going to fucking Mars with these people? Why you distrust everyone? Like, what what are your issues? And I really like that because it was an interesting way of shining a light on these people. Because you want to start the show with, like, them going to Mars. Like, they're going into space, you know? So they had to, like, kind of, like, do all these flashbacks, which I really liked, okay? And then also the storyline back at home is really good, too, with, like, her husband, who, like, gets— I love him. Yeah, he's great. He's been in a lot of stuff. He was in Sports Night. It was an old uh, Aaron Sorkin show that I loved. Anyways, he's a great actor. And the daughter's really good. Like, the whole thing is just really, really good. Stakes are super high. Fucking visually really, really stunning. Hillary Swank is great. She obviously is carrying the whole thing. But the Russian? I know. I liked him a lot. He's so good. And his storyline's crazy. You know? Mm-hmm. 
Like the shit that he has to go through, and then also the um, the guy from Ghana who was adopted by the Jewish family. Mm-hmm. Like his whole backstory, like I love so much. And then also like I, I hated Asian chemist Dr. Liu Wang, and then I loved her when you find out like the bullshit that she has to go through by being from China, and like they're kind of like mm-hmm. fun in the whole thing. Anyways, all to be said, I really really enjoyed it. And also, like, when the show ended, same thing with what you were saying when the show ended, I was like, I cannot wait for season two. Yeah, well, season two better be all about freaking Mars, because I need to see more of that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know. All right, YFTers. I mean, there's a lot of sleep hacks out there. We were actually talking about noise machines earlier, but there's also, like, no snacking at night, yoga before bed, meditation. I try to do that. Instead of trying them all, you can immediately transform your sleep with Bowl & Branch. We're talking about the best-selling sheets ever. Incredible on night one and only get softer with every single wash. Brandy and I love Bowl & Branch sheets. I truly do. I just got home from being gone for like two weeks and there's just nothing better than getting in my own bed with my cozy, cozy bedding. And for me, that is my Bull and Branch sheets. They are made with the finest 100% organic cotton and are completely free from toxins. They feel so buttery soft, but they're so breathable at the same time. And they're perfect for the summer months ahead where it's a bit toasty out. Plus, they offer a 30-night worry-free guarantee so you can wash, style, and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them, you can send them right back. That's right. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bowl & Branch. Get 15% off your order when you use promo code FAVORITE at bowlandbranch.com. That's Bowl & Branch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D-B-R-A-N-C-H.com. Promo code FAVORITE THING. Okay, real quick. Spoiler, Robin, do something really, really quick. Just talk to Brandy about it. So if you haven't seen the show and you want to watch it, Skip ahead 30 seconds. I'm going to do this really quickly in 30 seconds. What I thought was going to happen was, okay, click click ahead and down, go. Okay, what I thought was going to happen was that they were going to land on Mars and just like the, the rocket that came beforehand that lost communication, I thought they were going to lose communication and they were going to be marooned on Mars, you know? And then all mm-hmm. of a sudden, Hillary Swank was got to hook up with the Indian guy because there's some sort of, sort of sexual Ooh, tension. Sure. Oh, and then yeah, her yeah, husband yeah, was going to yeah. hook up with a, girl, with a girl that's like oh, her. Yeah, 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 I thought yeah, that was yeah, going to happen. Yeah. It didn't happen. So now I don't well, know what's going to happen. It might still happen. happen. It, might still happen. Know. Oh, I, it can still happen. I know. Anyways, but I did too. I kind of and I kind of thought it would have been a better cliffhanger if they had lost connection. No, for sure, know. for sure. Anyways, so it was just a little bit like, come on, yeah, anyway. can't all work out and tie nicely in a bow. It's space. Yeah, I know. Oh god. But anyway, oh, good, show. great show. Great show. I, I highly recommend. To go backwards now, like Hillary Swank was in Karate Kid too. I think she was in, and so Sarah and I watched Cobra Kai, and it's on Netflix. And so for those of you that don't know. The Karate Kid. It's Ralph Macchio. He's the kid from Jersey who moves to the Valley in Los Angeles back in 1984. And he's getting picked on by this guy named Johnny. And so he learns fucking karate from Mr. Miyagi. You guys know the story. So Cobra Kai takes place 25 years down the road, right? Johnny, the sweep the leg, Johnny. He is like washed up, unemployed, kind of a piece of shit, like still living the glory days. And Ralph Macchio or Daniel Russo, he owns the car dealership. So he's doing really good in his life. And Johnny's doing really bad. It all kind of stems from that one fight that they had where the Karate Kid wins, right? If you're really not like a fan of 80s movies or if you're a Gen Zer and like younger, you might not love this because this show is a throwback to 80s in so much as like how they shot it, how it's written, the jokes they use, the music they use, and also kind of everyone's a bad actor, like every 80s movie ever. And it is so good. It is phenomenally good. So much so that when the first season ended, I was like, no! Same with like Away. Netflix was like, all right, let's go to season two. And I was like, there's a season two? It's going on? So I haven't finished season two, but I will say it's really great. Basically what happens is is that Johnny, the bad guy, ends up teaching all the nerds in the valley how to do karate. You know, the storyline is now completely switched. And then Danny LaRusso, the karate kid ends up teaching Johnny's son how to become a karate guy. And then they fight role reversal and there's a love interest. Obviously, there's still hatred, but like respect between Johnny and Danny. I mean, I just got to say, man, if you love nostalgic 80s cinema, get on it. It's great. And also kind of bad in the same way. I've never seen The Karate Kid. What? Never. 
You should see it. It's great. <laughs> I just blew your mind. Yeah. What? You should see it. Sorry. It's- I haven't seen it. Shout out to the YFTer mm-hmm. that came in so clutch yeah. and sent me a message and fixed my Apple Watch problem. Oh, I remember you, how I was saying, yeah. why? It's 2020. Like, why can't the Apple Watch send a voice text? It can. FYI. And thank you to the YFTer that showed me how. Is it really easy? Oh, it's so easy. You like go into the, so for those, if anybody else, others as dumb as me, you go into the watch app on your iPhone where all the settings for your watch are and you can easily, easily go to like the setting or whatever that's, and and just switch it to, you can either allow voice text only, or you can give yourself the option of a text, an actual text or a voice text, which is what I did. So like you say your text and then you can either send it as audio or normal. Oh, that's great. It's great. Speaking of YFTers coming in heavy on the clutch, I'm halfway through The Savior's Champion. And? Okay. So, it's funny. <laughs> okay. We talked about it last episode. Someone was like, you need to read The Savior's Champion. It's Hunger Games, but better mm-hmm. and for adults, which I would agree with. Basically, the storyline is, and if you listen to the last episode, you kind of know the storyline. The storyline is, is there's this, a savior, and she's kind of like the queen of the realm or whatever, the queen of the land. All these guys get to like basically compete with one another through what's called the labyrinth. And the last man standing gets to marry the savior and become the king, basically. So I'm reading it and it's good. The main character, the protagonist is a guy named Tobias. He's got kind of like a heart of gold, doing things for the right reasons. Similar to Hunger Games, like he gets into the thing because he's like trying to save his family and like he doesn't really give a shit, but he's like trying to save his family. And it's a bit more so his sister, who's a paraplegic, and he's trying to, you know, get money for doctors to be able to fix her back and yada, yada, yada. The storyline basically is all these guys, like the best dudes in the, in like all four realms are going through what's called the labyrinth. In the labyrinth, it's almost like an Indiana Jones shit. There's traps, there's like booby traps. There are some guys that are in the, the that are in the game that are just fucking killing other guys just cuz they like know that at the end of it whoever is last gets to win, whatever. No one gets to meet or see the savior until like the first stage has been completed and then they get to meet the savior. Hmm. And they all get to ask her one question. And whoever asks the best question gets the first impression, Rose. No. And gets to spend more time with her. It's not what the first do you mean? It's not the first impression, Rose, but it's like wins like the first impression thing and oh, then like gets to spend okay. more time. And I'm like, this is the fucking Bachelorette. So they ripped off this book. Yeah, it is the Bachelorette, <laughs> but with the stakes <laughs> a little bit higher. Lots of show I'd watch. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my, and what's even funnier, kind of like the subplot is after every like stage of the labyrinth, if you make it through, there are healers, these robed women that come and heal you. Cause a lot of them like are sliced open, like broken bones and stuff. So these healers will come. Tobias, the main character, starts to kind of feel some feels for one of the healers and not for the savior, which is a tale as old as time in the Bachelorette. When one of the contestants <laughs> falls for a producer. Oh, boy. I mean, I'm telling Does you. that happen? I'm, I'm telling you, this shit, th- whoever wrote this book has been watching The Bachelorette and was like, you know what? Let's turn it up a little bit. But I will say this. It's really good. The YFT that suggested it, not wrong. Like It is very much Hunger Games-y, but for adults. Like, they say bad words. They talk about topics you shouldn't talk about in YA novels and stuff. So, anyways, I haven't finished it yet, but I thought that was so funny where I was like, I'm just reading The Bachelorette right now. Like, rated R. Yeah. Bachelorette. Exactly. <laughs> like, if The Bachelorette was on, not Cinemax, but Skinemax late at night. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sounds good, honestly. Yeah. We started watching a different show called Glitch. On Netflix. Have you heard of this? No. It's an Australian show. And as I look it up, I see it's a couple years old. The premise is really interesting. And so I'm not sure if I'm like, I'm fully bought in, but I'm liking what I'm seeing so far. So the tagline is six people return from the dead with no memory and attempt to unveil what brought them to the grave in the first place. So like the first episode starts with all these people rising from the dead 
at a cemetery down in Australia. You know, like a cop gets called in and he's thinking like it's a bunch of people on drugs fucking around in the cemetery, but they're all like muddy and stuff. And he's like trying to wrangle them all in. He's like, what is going on here? Like, what did you guys do? Calls in like the paramedic. And so he starts like wrangling all these people that just appeared out of the ground. They start to figure out that like, oh, these people have been dead for years and now they've come back to life. The main twist is that the cop, his wife had passed away a couple years ago from cancer. She now is back. This is a tough thing for him because guess what? He married her best friend. Typical. But then there's also people that died from like back in like the 1800s, you know, like the mayor of the town from like hundreds of years ago is also being brought back to life. So they're all trying to figure out like why the hell they've been brought back to life. At one point, the cop tries to take one of them past the city lines. And when that happens, bad things happen. They can't leave. Ooh. So anyways, Glitch, I'm, it's early, but I'm liking okay. it a lot. All right. And it's got a really good rating on like Rotten Tomatoes and IMDb and stuff. So uh, real quick, mm-hmm. speaking of Netflix, are we going to talk about the controversy? That like twerking movie? Of the like 10 year olds? Yeah, the twerking documentary. It's not really a documentary. I I feel like lots of people like are, you know, they say they're boycotting Netflix and they're deleting it for a hot second trying to make a statement. It's not a good look. I didn't even really know what it was about until today. Do you follow Barstool Sports? No, I probably should. And I realize that Barstool Sports can come across as a little misogynistic because like also Mm -hmm. that's what it is. But this one guy that does the KFC podcast, which I've been on, by the way, he does this thing called the Minuteman, which is a phenomenal. He like basically just like breaks down what the fuck's happening in like a couple of minutes on Instagram. It's a great follow. Mm. And I was watching today and I was like, oh, this is what this is about. I had no idea. And so, yeah, Netflix do better. Okay. Yeah, they should do better. I know. I, I was just curious, like, if you'd seen it even. I don't know, because I haven't. It's just creepy, dude. Yeah, it's so weird. I think when I thought it was a documentary, it was like, mm, okay. You know, like, we did. We watched Cheer and mm-hmm. what's the other one? Dance Moms. And I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, that's what this is. And then finding out it was cast, it's like, ooh, good. I know. A little weird. I'll tell you what I am going to watch. By the time this podcast comes out, it'll already have aired. But I am so pumped to watch KB on Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. And I feel like, do you feel like the cast is like extra good this season? I feel like she like got like a great season. Nelly, can't wait to watch Nelly try to dance. Also, Carol Baskin Mm -hmm. is, the fact that Carol Baskin is on Dancing with the Stars, it says so much about the entertainment culture we live in right now. I know, but like amazing. And also, if she, if she doesn't do Carol Baskin, she has to. You know that that the dance of like, yes, has to. So I like I like Dancing with the Stars a lot. I've watched it here and there. Like I, I think I've said before that my dad was on the show like oh, forever ago when it first started, um, and I loved it then. So I'm actually excited to watch every week this week now that I'm invested. Now that I got a friend on the show, um, but I'm gonna watch that premiere tonight. Yeah, I gotta say, like Caitlin's been jockeying for this for a long time trying to make this happen we were talking about it this season is so stacked like because caitlin is a dancer she's a good dancer it's gonna be tough for her to win this thing mm-hmm. i feel like a lot of people are gonna vote for carol baskin just because it's insane that it's carol baskin well yeah but then there's also like actual there's like a figure skater right or like a gymnast yeah. and like there's it's like whoa these are real athletes. yeah 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 for sure that's going to be insane. Also, not to switch topics so quickly, but does everyone out there know that California is on fire? Like, well, not just California, like, basically the entire West Coast and Colorado. PSA, like, country's on fire. Wells, can you, like, tell us anything about like, what's going on right now out there? I mean, you're living it. Yeah, the country's on fire. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it is. It sucks. Like, do you walk outside and is, and is it smoky? Like, it, the air quality, is, they say, is so bad. Like, do you walk outside and notice that it's hard to breathe or anything? Three days ago, you'd walk outside and it was just hazy. You could mm-hmm. smell it and it was just, you couldn't see the, the sun. It looks like we're on the fucking surface of Mars every day. The sun is just like bright orange, weird, like hazy. Yeah, it's bad. Today's a little bit better, but like... It, not great. Are you like freaked? Like, do you go on runs still or are you like, it's so smoky, I can't? No, I don't go on runs anymore. It sucks. It does suck. Did you see this? Now hundreds have gathered here in front of the Washington County Administration building calling for the end of a mask mandate, saying they are tired of not living their normal lives. No more masks! No more masks! 
a pastor that so there is a no <laughs> more masks rally in utah didn't know that it gets better call for action friday morning in st george several police officers on standby as many locals called concerns about coronavirus spikes overblown the flu kills more than coronavirus others glad we're getting a soundbite from a four-year-old <laughs> do better calling the virus a hoax or stating that asymptomatic carriers simply do not exist yes they do and they cannot be forced to wear masks anywhere as citizens of the united states if we want to wear a mask that's fine we can take care of ourselves some rally by the way that guy looks exactly like you think that that guy would look goatee holding an american flag wearing sunglasses that he definitely got at a pilot service center. Attendees say they shouldn't ever wear masks if they have any medical issues or mental health concerns, or if they feel they simply can't breathe. You all have mental health concerns. When George Floyd was saying, I can't breathe, and then he died, and now we're wearing a mask, and we say, I can't breathe, but we're being forced to wear it anyways. But many Are you fucking kidding me, lady? That guy had a knee on his neck and literally couldn't breathe, but you can't breathe? through a fucking piece of fabric because you ah! that they believe in all cases masks jeopardize kids health parents are demanding they have the right to decide what to do with their children i'll tell you another reason i'd hate masks most child molesters love them school okay granny what the <laughs> fuck does that have to do with anything i mean it's this is seriously this is a snl skit Yo, they yeah. found the four-year-old to be like whatever the fuck he said that makes no sense. More people will die of the flu. Well, no, they don't, but science. Okay. And then they found the one guy who's carrying around a flag. And then they got this lady who's making a point that has nothing. I'll tell you who loves masks. Child molesters? Mask. Most child molesters love them. I'm going to die soon anyway. Yes, goes down ancient. Oh my God. Like... It's funny and it's not. It's like funny and terrifying. But I watched this and I was like, maybe we deserve all this. Mm. Maybe we manifested this because we are just a horrible species. Yeah, we are. <laughs> Do you want to hear the rest of it? Sure. School administrators responding that they don't understand why crowds are protesting them based on a mandate given by the governor. They blocked off the uh, front entrance to the school building and we went out to ask them to move and they uh, attempted to storm the school building. The school board is implementing the governor's recent order that face shields alone are not enough. And if a parent is adamant that their child cannot wear a mask or a shield, they must fill out a form including a doctor's note so the district can review it. In St. George, Katie Kralis, ABC4 News. <sighs> I don't know, guys. I, don't, I just don't, I don't know anymore. I mean, honestly, I hate to say it, but I feel like Tennessee is not too far away from this situation. I'm sure. Sure. Mm -hmm, sure. Mm -hmm. sure. Tennessee is, is not, they're not loving the masks. I mean, oh, I know. I've seen video of lower Broadway people just partying uh -huh. like crazy. Uh-huh. I'm just going to stay in my house like I have been. I'm going to stay in my house. We're showing. That's all I do. <laughs> I can't leave my house because there is so much smoke and smoke soot outside. outside. Yeah. On happier news, I mean, I assume that you're pretty pumped about this whole Chris Evans fiasco. Oh, I saw. I don't even. I don't. I don't even know about it. You have to tell me because I saw somebody post about it this morning, and I went to click on the link, and then something took my attention away. So please like, tell me what's going on. He he accidentally posted something. What do I Google? Chris Evans. <laughs> <laughs> so what happened was, I guess on his story, he posted like a picture of his oh, a penis pic of his photo gallery of all the yeah. pictures that he had. And why would he do that? It was an accident. Yeah, I don't know. And I guess that there was a like black and white, like artsy picture of a dick in that. So effectively, he posted like a dick pic, but in true Chris Evans form, it's artistic. How do I find this photo? I think it's taking off the internet. The actor appeared to accidentally upload a photo of an erect penis. <laughs> Was it his though? Or do we not, is that not known? I don't know, but I you do. You can only assume it's his, right? Yeah, man. You know, 
But I like how it's Mark our- Ruffalo, Chrissy Teigen offer Chris Evans support after penis pick leak. I mean, that's who- the headline. I'm a straight man. Even I want to see what Chris Evans is packing. You know, I know, right? He's so hot. And then his brother <laughs> tweeted the next day. I've been off social media for a day. What did I miss? <laughs> <laughs> First of all, Chris Evans, you shouldn't never, never take a picture of your dick because that's gonna get out somehow, just like it did. That's what happens. Mm-hmm. Never take a picture. Or let me let's say someone else's dick. Don't have other pic- dicks in your library because then this could happen. You're Chris Evans. Just show people your dick in person, you know, as long as you find it, as long as it's it's consensual and people want to see your dick. I can't I can't imagine a lot of people not wanting to see Chris Evans dick. I mean, it's Captain America's cock. I know it's got to be beautiful. and It's got to it's got to be just perfect. Well, they're doing a good job of wiping it from the Internet because I can't find it. I mean, come on. It's Captain America. Can't have Captain America's cock all over the place. It's kind of like someone drew over it or something. Yeah. Well, that's fascinating. If anyone finds it, send it to me, please. No, Thank no, 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 no. Don't. <laughs> no. For, number one, please don't be sending Brandy <laughs> dick pics. Okay? <laughs> Just the one of Chris. No, 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 no. Also, no, because, okay, if there was one of Miley, you wouldn't want people continuing to send that around. She would be encouraging people to send that around. Do you even know who you're talking about? I know. Cyrus Miley does love a good dick pic. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, geez. We just got back from like that little vacation in Palm Springs. Mm. It's like really like the only traveling that I've done this entire quarantine because, you know, world's ending. So we were around like my brother and his wife, Sarah's best friend and her boyfriend. And so we were all sharing this Airbnb in the desert. It was kind of a smaller place. So we were kind of like sharing bathrooms and stuff. And guess what everyone was just raving about? What's that? My Quip toothbrush. They saw that mug hanging on the mirror and they're like, what is this amazing gadget? And I was like, oh, apparently no one is listening to our podcast because we talk about Quip all the freaking time. If you don't know about Quip, dude, get on it. And here's the thing, Brandy, they've got a new toothbrush. It's like a smart electric toothbrush. Have you seen this thing? I actually just saw it the other day and I was like, I have got to upgrade. I'm all about stuff that connects to my phone because it will help me track how often and how well I brush. It gives me tips and coaching to improve my brushing habits. I earn points for daily brushing and bonus points for completing challenges. And you get to redeem rewards like free products, gift cards, and discounts from Quip and their partners. This really is like the smartest freaking toothbrush I've ever seen. And no worries if you already have a Quip toothbrush, you can upgrade with a smart motor and keep the features you know and love. I'm talking sensitive sonic vibrations, two-minute timer with 30-second pulses for guaranteed. Clean, slim, lightweight, and sleek with no wires, no bulky chargers to weigh you down, and the multi-use travel cover that doubles as a mirror mount for less clutter. Gotta love some Quip. Plus, Quip also makes other products for your teeth that I'm a big fan of. I love the watermelon toothpaste. Rye actually stole mine the other day and asked if he could use it. And because I'm nice, I said yes. They also have Floss, eco-friendly solar battery charger to power your Quip with the sunshine, which is great for the planet. We love this company. We've been using Quip for a long time, so you guys got to check it out. Yep. Join over 5 million mouths who use Quip and save hundreds compared to other Bluetooth brushes when you get a Quip smart brush for just 45 bucks. Starting right now, go to getquip.com slash YFT right now and you'll get your first refill for free. Start getting rewards and that's your first refill free at getquip.com slash YFT. Spelled G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash Y-F-T. Quip, better oral health made simple and rewarding. (sighs) My bell was broken. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. It is just about around the corner until it's my favorite season of the year, fall, which means time to shop for a whole new fall wardrobe. And I've been checking out the new products at one of my favorite companies, Rothy. They make stylish, sustainable shoes and bags made for life on the go. It's carefully crafted stuff with eco-friendly materials like repurposed plastic water bottles and marine plastic. So not only are you guys getting super cute shoes and bags, you are helping save the planet by using recycled stuff and wearing sustainable products. 
Yep. They're incredibly comfortable with zero break-in period thanks to their seamlessly knit-to-shape design with many chic styles to choose from. Rothy's shoes are the perfect pair for every adventure, dude. My favorite Rothy's are the slip-ons because I just I go up and down and to the barn so many times during the day that I love having shoes by the door I can just slip on. And not to mention, they're super easy to take care of. They are fully machine washable. So every time they need a refresh, you just toss them in the washing machine and they come out looking brand new. I love that Rothy's is using recycled materials. They have kept over 60 million single-use plastic bottles out of landfills and transformed them into their signature thread. And the knit is beautiful. It, it really makes for great products. So you guys got to check this out. They've got amazing shoes and bags available right now at rothys.com slash YFT. That's rothys.com. So R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash YFT. Style and sustainability meet to create your new favorites. Head to rothys.com slash YFT today. We watched a movie the other night that was absolutely phenomenal. Really? Have you heard of Love Wedding Repeat? We were flipping through. Ryan and I were having differing opinions on what to watch the other night. Yeah. Uh, and I passed that one and I wanted to watch it. And he was like, no. Yeah. Love Wedding Repeat is so good. And here's the thing. I, I'm the same way. I don't know why. Because every rom-com that Sarah's made me watch, I'm like, I liked it. It was good. <laughs> but this one's so good. Okay. Do you remember how amazing Four Weddings and a Funeral was? Yes. I mean, it's such a good rom-com, but it's really just like this British dark humor, you know? It's just sardonic and just so fucking funny. And that's what this... This is like this year's Four Weddings and a Funeral. Ooh, okay. While trying to make his sister's wedding day go smoothly, Jack finds himself juggling an angry ex-girlfriend, an uninvited guest with a secret, a misplaced sheep sedative, <laughs> hmm. and the girl that got away in alternate versions of the same day. It is so great. Sam Claffin, he was- I love him. Yeah, he was in Hunger Games. Mm-hmm. He's great. He's the lead. Okay. And so his sister's getting married. They're all British. And his sister's getting married to this Italian guy. It's in Italy. It's like beautiful. So his sister was best friends with Olivia Munn's character. And while they were like studying abroad- Sam's character, Jack, kind of fell in love with Olivia Munn's character, Dina, years ago. Things happened where they, they couldn't hook up. So, like, this is his opportunity to, like, rekindle things with Olivia Munn's character. Mm. But he sat at the table next to his ex-girlfriend, who's, is it Frida Pinto? She's the girl mm, that was in Slumdog yeah. Millionaire. Really, really mm -hmm. pretty Indian woman. Mm -hmm. So she's sitting next to her, and so she, and she's got her own issues going on. The sister's getting married, like the ex-boyfriend comes and tries to ruin the fucking wedding, and it's like this poor guy's just trying to like smooth everything out and like also trying to have a nice time. And it's just the best writing. It's so funny. The twist at the end is great. Like all of it is just so good. Okay, I'm gonna put that. I'm gonna make Rye watch that with me. I really think you'll enjoy it. I loved okay. it. I absolutely loved it. Amazing. Can we just talk about how fucking horrible mango salsa is and like why people are continuing to try to feed it to us? I'm sorry. I love mango salsa. Hot take of the century. Brandy love likes terrible shit. Salsa. What? Who likes I have mango some in my fridge as <sighs> we speak. Why? Yeah, I put it on top of my veggie tacos this week, and it was bomb.com. Oh, my God. Salsa should not be sh sugary and sweet. It should be salty. It's sugary. Yeah, sweet. It's a little sweet. It's a, it's a little sweet with a little kick. No. It's bomb. If, don't ever invite me over and have mango salsa hanging out. All right? <laughs> I will, I will slap it straight down to the carpet. Well, you live on the complete other side of the country as me, so. Good. Hmm. Not doing it. I'm in the uh, fantasy football league with like every bachelor motherfucker in the world. Yeah, you do this every year. Do you want to? We got some new. We got some new guys. You want to know who's in it? Yeah, yeah. Who are the newbies? Okay, so first of all, the the league is called the Fantasy Suite, which of course that's pretty funny. That's pretty good. Uh, you got yours truly. You got Tyler Cameron. You got Nick Vial. You have Colton Underwood. 
which, whoa, what is happening we, over there? We got to talk about that too. Circle back. Circle back. We got Matt James, who, by the way, he's going to be the new Bachelor. He was in the league last year, and no one fucking knew who he was. We just needed an extra person. And so Tyler's like, my friend Matt wants to do it. And we're like, okay, whatever. And the entire season, we we're like, who the fuck is this guy? And now he's the Bachelor. <laughs> uh, what got, a world you got, in. you got Chris Harrison. You got Deanie Babies. You got Tanner Tolbert. You got Jared Hyband. You got Ben Higgins. You got Chris Randone. And you got Jason Tardick. And you got grocery bitch Joe and the Which, by the way, so remember how I was bitching how it says that Sarah's spouse uh, or partner was Joe Amabili? I think I said it right that time. So then Google fixed it. And then it went Everyone back. Everyone thought you were lying. No, no, no. No, then people thought I was lying. But then it changed back. So there's Whoa. someone out there. And also, like, good on you, I guess. Like, fucking, I guess no one's got anything going on. So, like, it's kind of funny. But, like, there's someone out there who's like, you know what? Nope. It's got to be Joe. We got to change her back. <laughs> I just saw a lot of people come out and be like, uh, well, you're an idiot. It says Sarah is engaged with you. Like, what the hell are you talking about? And yeah. It made it made you look like a big fat liar because they switched it so fast. Yeah. Then I had a screen grab of it. So then I had to put people on blast. Okay. Circle back. Okay. Yeah. Cassie is suing Cole, or not suing, but like. Restraining order. Restraining order. There's a restraining order happening. Yeah. What the heck? I don't mean, I don't know. All I know is. Is what I read something about like putting a tracking device on a car? Yeah, but he, Colton's in Colorado. Is he? Yeah. But anyways, yeah, like he's in Colton's in our fancy league, and I want to be like, hey, dude, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Also, do you want do you want to trade Julian Edelman to me? <laughs> <laughs> Which one's really more important to you? Let's be honest. I don't even think the Julian trip. Edelman's in the league anymore. <laughs> Oh my god, I don't know either. By the way, I've Ben Higgins, the sweetest guy in the world, kicked my ass this week in fantasy. So that's that. Speaking of football, which I really know nothing about. Yeah. Except for the fact that a friend of mine is dating a football player. So I don't know if any of you guys follow Camille Kostak. She is dating Rob Gronkowski. Do you follow her at all, Wells? No, but I know Rob Gronkowski. So she posted, they shot, I guess it was like an Instagram ad, but it looks like a full on commercial for like a product called like Manscape or something. That's like a manscaping shaver. And it is the funniest thing I have freaking ever seen. I am obsessed with them. They are couple goals. I just love how much they like poke fun at themselves and just like, they just will do it. They'll do whatever. And just, it's just so funny to me. I think they're the cutest thing in the world. And I loved that commercial. I thought it was funny. So if you don't follow them, go check out Camille's Instagram and watch that ad because it's funny as hell. Babe, have you seen my balls? Rob can't find his balls. They're behind your overgrown shaggy bush, my love. It's so thick and bushy. I can't see them. Ew. If your bush is overgrown, it's time to trim your hedge with the Manscaped lawnmower. Order your lawnmower now at Man. Okay, not an ad for them. We're not getting paid for this, but that is pretty funny. How do you know her? I have just have mutual friends with Rob, I guess, and then they stayed at my house uh, during Stagecoach last year. Camille and I became friends. She's so sweet, but I just love how hard they lean into that cheesiness. Like even the music behind it, like it's just cheesy as hell. But like that is an Instagram ad that works. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that is that is like Instagram ad goals. Yeah, well, some production in that puppy. That's so funny to me. I want to ask you, I, well, actually, I bet you haven't watched this because you're not into comedy, but um, <laughs> so recently Sarah, Sarah had never watched Parks and Rec before. Or she, I've seen a couple episodes. Or she had like seen a couple episodes, but she never like seen it through all the way through. And I was like, you've got to watch it all the way through. And so she went and watched the entire thing all the way through and absolutely <laughs> loved it because it's amazing. And now she's on The Office. And I guess the question is, is what do you got? Office or Parks and Rec? Office for me. I love The Office. I think that's what I would have said before we started this little thing. But Parks and Rec seems to be holding up a little harder than The Office right now. What do you mean? Well, Michael Scott, I think in like the early 2000s, him being like misogynistic and stuff Mm. was funny. And now it's like, Mm -hmm. that's kind of can't not kind of creepy. I could see that. Not as cool. 
as it once You know, was. this is might be a hot take, but Steve Carell was not like he was not the highlight of that series for me. Like, yeah, his character was funny, but like that was not what kept me watching The Office. It was all the other characters, I feel. Who's your favorite character on The Office? Obviously Jim and Pam. Well, are my they're... faves. But like I feel I feel like that I mean it was just cast so well. I just feel like all the other characters like Dwight, are you freaking kidding me? Freaking hilarious. Who's the blonde girl? Angela. Angela. Love Angela. There's just so many great members of that cast. Yeah, Steve Carell's funny or whatever, but that he was not the highlight of that series for me at all. So my favorite was Creed. I think Creed was the fucking fun- oh, hilarious. funniest because he's like doesn't get a lot of airtime. When he does, it's like home runs. But like for Parks and Rec, who's your who's your guy or girl? I didn't watch enough of it to have a guy or girl. I've literally only seen like maybe three episodes here and there. Yeah. I used to leave it on for Feather to watch, like when I'd leave the house. So Ron Swanson <laughs> is just the greatest character ever. Hmm. He's so good. You just fall. Maybe I should give it a go. And then also Ben Schwartz character is so fucking good. Don't be <sighs> suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Don't don't be <laughs> suspicious. Oh my god. Um, speaking of singing, do you got any musics? I should have plugged this earlier. Mm-hmm. Because it's been out for a few weeks, but my baby brother Brazen has a new song out called Glass Between Us. I love Brazen so much because he really like his sound is so different. Like, you know, we all do music in a sense and whatever. And Brazen has just really like blazed his own path and like has his very own unique style. And I love it so much. Just like fits him so well. He's a cutie pie. I love the little album cover. I like that. I like it because it's different for him. He's putting out another song next week that's more of his usual folky like, stuff, how, folky yeah. bluegrassy sounding stuff. So that I liked because it was very like cinematic sounding. It's something I like would listen to in the car. Kind of ethereal. Yeah, exactly. Which I love stuff like that. So I like hearing his voice on that a lot. Keep an eye on Brazen. He's about to put out a lot more new music and he's been in the studio working really hard. So I had to give him a shout out. Well, I saw that of Monsters and Men have some new stuff out. And (laughs) I mean, Rye loves them. I love them too. Great. This is a song called Visitor. You take me, you drown with your love. I want to do better this time, but I get you better in the back of my mind. I like that. They're great. I mean, I did see that Wolfpack's got some new stuff out, and I was like, wait, what? Do you guys know how I feel about Wolfpack? I don't know why I'm going to lie, because that's kind of how they sing. But there you go. Can't wait to hold my honey pie. Won't be long now, I'm on my way. I'll be all over you like I'm TSA. Brought you something back from a distant land. She brought Vegeta's from the taco stand. I do have one more, actually. I okay. just found it. What do you got? It's not super new. I think it came out over the summer. But it's it's funny. I'm not really the biggest Chelsea Color fan, but she does a lot of collabs with artists that I really love, and then I end up liking that song a lot. Um, I think she just, what did we just say? She did something with the Bang Camino not long ago. She's got a song with Noah Kahan. They have a song together called Crazier Things, and I like it a lot. Missing a part of me, part of me. You love Noah's voice, don't you? Yes, I do. Yeah, that's the most brandy sounding (laughs) 
vocal I've ever heard. It sounds like he's got a bunch of marbles in his mouth and he sings. And oh yeah, I'm a sucker for it. Yeah, yeah, you are. You got anything cool coming up that I need to know about? Is a pie bore you? But I've been horse showing for two weeks. That's why I've been a little bit off the grid. So like the combo of horse showing plus rye getting here, like it's just been a whirlwind of the past couple weeks. Mm-hmm. So if anybody out there is a horse person and knows what the heck I'm talking about. So I have this new horse you know, I got her in March and she's young and really green. And so we started showing, we did a couple of weeks in June and just took her to see kind of like what we, what we had and just jumped her around really small. And, uh, we've been working really, really hard since then. And so this past two weeks, we started week one, just popping around the meter jumpers, which is just tiny little three foot jumps or whatever, hoping to make it around, crash through a jump or two, just trying to get her to do things correctly and put the right strides in the lines. And by the end of week two, she was cruising around the high adults uh, with clean rounds and fast rounds. And uh, we really ended on a high note. So um, I had a lot of fun horse showing and having Rye there to help me and cheer me on was so fun. Uh, and now I get a couple weeks off and then I go back for two more weeks in October. So um, that's been keeping me really busy. And it's funny, I don't I don't post a lot of my like competition horse content just because I, I feel like I, that, I don't know, like most of my followers, that's not why they follow me. You know, it's, I don't know. I just, I don't want to like annoy people with my horse stuff. But then when I do post about it, I have all these horse girls come out of the woodwork and say, post more, post more. I want to see more of your riding and stuff. So I'm going to try to post more about that now that I have right right here to take uh, videos and photos of me on my horses. Uh, I understood none of the words you said, like clean, straight lines. What is this horse's name? Well, I call her Star, but her show name is Star Power. Wow. It's like an anime character. Yeah, she's crazy. So if you watched my story today, I guess if you watched it a few days ago, if you're listening now, um, I posted a few photos that the horse show photographer took and she jumped. She just is, this horse is nuts. Like she jumps everything a foot over what it really is. So if I'm jumping meter 10, she jumps like it's meter 25. It's just absolutely crazy. She's so insane, but she's such an incredible athlete. She's by far the most talented horse I've ever owned. So I'm really excited to keep putting in the hard work and seeing uh, how we end up by the end of October. I love I love a horse that goes meter 24 instead of meter 10, you know? I just You're so crazy. My mom's insane. So like the 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 highest level of competition here in the states, it's they call it the Grand Prix and it's usually meter 40, meter 45. I think occasionally you'll see meter 50 over here, but um but it's like the big time, like all the professionals riding it. And my mom called me and she was like, "When do we get to go to the Grand Prix?" And I'm like, we're a ways away from that mother. She's like, I'll pay for it. Like, can we go? And I'm like, yeah, you don't want to pay for any of the costs it takes to get there. You just want to get, do the, the big thing, the big money class. It's insane. But but maybe someday we'll get to do that. And my mom can come cheer me on and pay for it. <laughs> yeah. That'd be nice, Tish. That'd be nice. That'd be nice. All right. Well, I don't know what to tell you other than uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go outside and just breathe in. Like three packs of cigarettes. Oh, sick. I'm going to go make uh, Reinhardt watch the rom-com that you recommended. Oh, you should. Yeah. And by the way, I'm not really going to smoke cigarettes. I'm going to... It's because there's smoke outside. That was, a, that was a joke. It's a bad joke. Bad joke. Very bad. Um. All right. Well, I hope the world doesn't end before next week. Me too. It just got good for me. <laughs> good enough. Cool. There's the bell. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.